Funding for Elwood City Limits is brought to you by Leanne S., John Dulong, and Joe Sias Melendez. Listeners like you. Become a supporter of the podcast today at patreon.com slash Elwood City Limits. Funding for Elwood City Limits is brought to you by Facebook. Facebook.com slash Elwood City Limits. Twitter. At ECL Podcast. Tumblr. ElwoodCityLimits.tumblr.com. Email. ElwoodCityLimits at gmail.com. And by contributions from listeners like you. Literally at ElwoodCityLimits.Libson.com. Thank you. Cha-ching, cha-ching, baby. Hey, hello, hi, what's up, buenos dias, bienvenue, words. Hi, this is Will from Elwood City Limits, and thanks for joining me. Uh, It's great to be with you once again Uh, at the end of another season of Arthur. My gosh, three seasons. I can't believe it. I mean, we've got, what, another 17 to go? So, hey, we're going to be with you for a while. Knock on my wooden table. Uh, really hope to be, of course. And this is our, mine and Lucas's rundown of Arthur Season 3. Uh, Going to give you some thoughts on the season that was, and of course, our top five. So, of course, uh, this will be a precursor to Season 4. We'll be talking about a huge episode coming up next week for sure. Got that episode in the can, ready to go, so don't worry, we won't be missing a week. Well, before uh, I let you know what I thought of Season 3 of Arthur, it was uh, it was one that I was, hot, I was hotly anticipating, but didn't live up to the hype. Well, what I really want to hear, before I hear anything else, is Lucas Mancini's thoughts on Arthur Season 3 and what his top five is going to be. So without further ado, take it away, Lucas. <laughs> Hello, 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 Lucas Mancini here of Elwood City Limits fame. What a season, what a season. Season 3 has come to a close, and it's the time of the year where we run down our thoughts on the season overall and give our top five episodes. Uh, So, without further ado, first off, my thoughts on season 3, a little bit front-loaded. There's a lot of really great standout episodes this season, some legendary Arthur moments, uh, but they all kind of come near the beginning half of the season. It teeters out near the end with a lot of really kind of forgettable episodes. Uh, But, uh, again, some of these episodes are some of the greatest Arthur episodes of all time, so you take the good with the bad. Overall, I'm excited to see what season four may bring, though I was a little disappointed with the latter half of season three. Without further ado, it's my top five list, starting with number five, What Scared Sue Ellen? This episode really surprised me. I didn't remember it at all at first, but I loved spending more time with Sue Ellen's character, the atmospheric fallness. It's a great Halloween episode, a little spooky episode, very goosebumps, and I liked all the references to folklore, excuse me, from across the world. It was very Hellboy in that way, and it has an awesome 1980s, uh, kind of like the movie It-esque climax that uh, really puts the cherry on the proverbial Sunday that is this episode. Moving on to Binky Rules, 
Who doesn't love a good mystery? This episode has Buster and Fern working together as a detective duo. Uh, It's got the most catchy earworm Arthur's ever seen. And some really great character moments from Binky. It's a really imaginative episode, a very fun episode. Uh, And of course, it's a legendary episode in the Arthur canon. Moving on to number three, I'd rather read it myself. This is how you give a TV series life and lore and chronological, you know, make everything feel like it matters by referencing things that happened earlier on in the show without doing just a straight-up clip show. It's a really creative way of recapping the events of Season 2 with uh, DW sort of incorporating them in this fantastical story, and it gives us some of the best DW moments of the season. Number two, I was actually really conflicted on whether to make this number two or number one, but it ended up coming in at number two. It's The Return of the King. Of all the episodes this season, this one by far surprised me the most. It is the best complete package of this season. Uh, It's got a unique setting in the Ren Faire, tons of laughs and great moments. There's the the song at dinner and, and the eating contest, all kinds of fun set pieces. It takes a gentle hand to rule the land. There's fun new characters in the other class that the uh, Arthur and his gang have to face, and Mr. Rapper's teacher, of course, Mr. Number One, Price Jones, uh, also adding tons of great lore to the Rapper character and why he's such a tough teacher, and uh, go back and listen to the episode of the podcast where we talk about this episode, because I really, we have a great discussion about how this episode has the best stakes and motivations It's of any Arthur episode possibly ever. It's such great character work. Everything every character does in this episode makes sense. It's You're invested in it. It's epic. It's just an awesome Arthur episode. It's one of those episodes where if I had to show someone the show of Arthur and what makes it special and different than other kids shows, I would show them The Return of the King. It's really something special. Uh, and my number one must be very special to beat out The Return of the King. And of course, it's The Ballad of Buster Basker. Ba- the Ballad, excuse me, of Buster Baxter. One of the first episodes of this season, and how could it not be my number one? Not only of my my favorite episode of the season, possibly my one of my favorite episodes of Arthur ever. It's got an awesome celebrity cameo in Art Garfunkel. It uses the fourth wall in a way you would never expect a kid show to, and it nails the complex moral of dealing with a friend returning after a long absence. Uh, it's emotional. It's funny. It's a Buster episode, so you probably already knew this was going to be my favorite episode of Season 3, and look at that, it was one of the first. So, without further ado, that is my top five episodes. Once again, it's number five, What Scared Sue Ellen, number four, Binky Rules, number three, I'd Rather Read It Myself, and number two, Return of the King, and coming in at number one, The Ballad of Buster Baxter, truly uh, uh, episode that needs to be entered into the annals of the Arthur Hall of Fame. It's just, it's just awesome. Um, so that was my favorite episodes of the season. Um, usually I give my top five in the NBA right now, but I'm a little sour because LeBron really embarrassed my Raptors. So I will say that I'm calling it now. The Raptor, the LeBron will get past the Celtics. Uh, The Warriors will make it to the Western Conference Final, win the Western Conference Final, and the Warriors will once again take out LeBron in the NBA Final. You can count on that. Tell them Lucas told you that was going to happen. 
Um, and yeah, another great season of Arthur and more great episodes of Elwood City Limits. Ta-ta for now. Thanks a lot, Lucas. Always appreciate your thoughts. I mean, if I didn't, then you wouldn't be on the show. And, of course, we appreciate your thoughts as well. If you have any thoughts or feelings on Arthur Season 3, make sure to send us send them to us, please and thank you. Uh, ElwoodCityLimits at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. And, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, sorry. I thought I was missing a social media site there. My goodness, it's hard to keep track of sometimes. That's okay. I'm I'm old. That's why it's hard for me. Okay, Arthur season three. I remember looking at the episode lineup and thinking and getting excited, being like, "Wow, there's so many episodes that I have good memories of in here." And then at the end, I feel like the last few episodes of East of Elwood City Limits, I was a little bit down on the season. Uh, you know, maybe it just didn't live up to the expectations that I had for it. And it's hard not to have expectations for a show that I loved so much and still do, uh, as an adult, uh, loved when I was a child, I should say. Um, so season three definitely had some, some misses. I kind of looked at the roster of episodes before we began. I'm like, wow, I can't imagine any of these really whiffing, but, uh, well, once you get older, you feel a certain different way about things. And Arthur, season three, kind of a mixed bag, I want to say. And I hope I don't end up saying that about all the seasons. I feel like I said that exact same thing about season two. Um, But it's funny how I kind of thought this was the episode where we were really going to cut loose and get kind of out there with some Arthur premises. And we kind of did do that. Um, The Binky episodes were out there. The extended Power Rangers gag in Attack of the Turbo Tibbles, and uh, some of the other ones were a bit more uh, off the beaten path. Arthur's Almost Live Not Real Music Festival. I mean, that's as experimental as an Arthur show has gotten in a while. I also liked how we continued along with having some episodes that were companions to the other ones. Like I said, the Binky episode and the Chips episodes. Um and the, and the Buster's Back episodes. So I, I appreciate the loose two-parter feeling of some of these. Uh, but then there were some other ones that, uh, I don't know, I can't imagine ever really watching again. I feel like Arthur was at its best in Season 3 when it was kind of trying, either trying something new, like with Arthur's Music Festival, or it was kind of embracing some of the stuff that's done before. I remember in season one, I was really into Arthur and DW's Baby. Those were companion episodes. The companion episodes, I think, worked really well here, too. Um, and it was kind of the one-off ones that um, didn't didn't work so well for me. And Lucas and I also paid attention to episode pairings this season and really became aware of how those can help or hinder uh, this, my memory of an episode. At any rate, I managed to, I did come up with five of my favorite episodes, and I'm going to try and rank these uh, in an order that makes sense to me. I have them in a bulk list in front of me. So I'm going to say, to start it off, at number five, it's going to be Arthur Rides the Bandwagon. This was fun because I loved the idea of the Arthur characters getting caught up in a fad, especially nowadays when it feels like there's a new fad like every couple of weeks, and or at least I guess we call them memes now. <laughs> you could you could uh, substitute a meme into basically any part of this episode of this episode, and 
not lose a whole lot, but you know, uh, being myself growing up in the era of Beanie Babies and Pokemon, it was. I felt that this episode really did well in capturing the essence of what a fad was all about, and uh, I've definitely been in Arthur's position, uh, feeling left out, and I've definitely been in on some fads as well. I, 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 not at the ground level though. I'm not a ground level type of guy. I uh, usually um, adopt something after it's popular, like a like a coward. Number four uh, is I'd rather read it myself. Essentially, the extended DW fantasy where she reads to the Tibbles. I really like that idea, and it was a cool way to again kind of get a clip show from DW's point of view. It's funny when you think about it how many episodes had kind of clip show elements in this season. I can think of three off the top of my head, and this being one of them. But DW kind of telling her story from her own point of view helped me to understand her a little better, and it was just really, really entertaining. I mean, there's a there's a Gigantor reference in there, for goodness sakes. It, it felt like the, the writers and the illustrators really got to cut loose with this one, and it's just, I, I, it's just a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Now, I'm a little surprised this is as high as it is, but uh, I feel I feel good about putting this here, right in the middle. Arthur's Dummy Disaster. I don't remember exactly what my feelings were on it when we were talking about the episode, but I think it kind of ages better, considering the fact that it's about an Arthur character that we didn't, we haven't really gotten to know yet, at least on the Elwood City Limits timeline, George. And I ended up relating to him quite a bit in this episode and feeling empathy for him and his plight. I thought the idea of him using Wally as a way to express himself uh, is true to life. And also, I love the animation on Wally. I thought that was just a slam dunk. And then it, you really feel good at the end of the episode, like George is coming into his own without the puppet. And I thought that that was a really solid episode. Uh, in pretty much every regard. And I'm glad it was about a character that we haven't gotten to see yet. Number two, uh, it's going to be the Ballad of Buster Baxter. Cannot go without uh, giving props to Art Garfunkel when talking about season three. This has got to be one of the most memorable episodes of the show, the Ballad of Buster Baxter. And it, I mean, it's great. It's presenting, you know, an Arthur episode in a way that you're not used to going off the beaten path. Like I want, like I had been waiting for, and I wasn't disappointed. I think the whole, the whole running song is very catchy and very easy to listen to. Um, really felt for Buster in this episode. And it felt great when, you know, everybody was back on the same page at the end. And it's just very, very enjoyable. You could listen to these pieces of music independent of the episode. Great stuff. And finally, my number one, it seemed it leapt out at me as soon as I looked at the episode list, and I got to say that this this is it for me. Uh, number one, what scared Sue Ellen? I, I believe I talked about it in the episode how much like the horror aspects of this episode are played up super well, and that's what really sticks out to me. And it gets bonus points for really making me care a bit more about Sue Ellen as a character. I think that they have been trying their best with her. And, you know, it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But this was one where I actually was able to, to finally get in on it. The whole uh, thing of kids facing an, uh, an imaginary evil just really struck a chord with me. I loved learning about the different folklore. And it was very cool to see us kind of see the fall colors and the kind of Halloween aesthetic against Arthur, the backdrop of Arthur, and getting to develop Sue Ellen was also 
uh, a great win as well. This one just is has a special place in my heart, and it's kind of something that is inherent to me. If it's not at the top of your list, I don't begrudge you at all. But, you know, there is a part of me that is, you know, a, a spooky October kind of kid. And, uh, yeah, there's just something that I really love about this episode. So that's my number one. So, number five, Arthur Rides the Bandwagon. Four, uh, I'd Rather Read It Myself. Three, Arthur's Dummy Disaster. Two, The Ballad of Buster Baxter. And number one of season three is uh, What Scared Sue Ellen. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Season three is done and dusted, and we're going to be getting into season four. Can't wait to uh, take that journey along with you. Thanks for joining us. That was Lucas Mancini with his slots in the middle. My name's Will Young. We'll catch you next week. We're talking about uh, the Arthur Fist and all of its glory. So we'll uh, see you then. And if you have any more thoughts on season three, send them our way. <laughs>